All right. Good morning, guys. This is Vibrant Vernacular. This is Esalay. And Pashas. Good morning, good people. Yes. Thanks for tuning in for another episode. Again, Shawan's pretty busy with um, work and school. So we just continue to shout her out. Um, shout her? I think I said shot, but shout her out. Um, you said shout. Okay, good. Gang, gang. um, Wish her tons of, you know, successful and productive energy. So, um, of course, we always start with the attitude of gratitude. So, Pashas. My middle child graduated from high school last week. So, we had a graduation party. And so, pretty excited and pretty nervous, pretty like. Try to figure it all out. That was a wonderful thing. So pretty excited about his Aww. next steps. So that's exciting. You're almost an empty nester. Girl, that is something, ain't it? Oh I my know, gosh. which is crazy. Because I don't Insane. even view us like that old. Are you like Mm-mm. that Mm-mm. old? Nice. And it's funny that you should say that because I think that's freaking me out too because I'm still I'm looking at it like I told my um, husband yesterday on the ride home said I'm becoming not needed and that is so weird because I'm not used to that you know not that my children are at the age like Aiden where they really need me need me but to actually physically see two of your three like transition to adulthood is it's so weird because it's like you know not saying you're you're not needed because as a mom you know you're a mom forever your mom was your mom until her passing you know Mm -hmm. and you were well beyond the uh, years of having her to rear you but you just see your job as being you know diminishing diminishing and now you really have to figure out who you are because that's where I'm at so it's kind of a weird place to be in honestly Um, wow Seems like forever to get to because we're no, struggling over here. I'm telling you, once you get there, you're going to be like, what in the world? Where did this come from? This came out of nowhere. <laughs> it just hit me in my face. Like, what the heck? Girl. That's how I feel, honestly. And I felt the same way that you feel when they were that young. I never thought it would get to this point. But now that it's at this point, I'm like, oh, my gosh. When people say time flies, it really does. Like That's true. It really does. Like, surprisingly so. Oh, well, congratulations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mom and son. Yes, yes, Let's ma'am. see. Attitude of gratitude. So something kind of similar. Um, I went yesterday to um, April that we work with or used to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, and her son graduated college. What? Yeah. Oh, my god. So gosh. talk about time flies. Like, literally meeting her. She used to talk about him and, like, the sports he played, like, things he was doing in high school and like here he graduated from like college and I know so like my attitude of gratitude there it's just like all my mom friends like that have kids older like you guys are really an inspiration because like the struggle's real over here and (laughs) just being there and kind of like seeing how she had him so young and then just full circle her village coming together and like celebrating it it was like really like just inspiring and nice to see that like at at the end of the day it all works out you Mm -hmm. just gotta kind of like keep trucking keep going along because when I tell you me and Aiden I like at each other's throats 
<laughs> we are at each other's throats, people. Um, send prayer. Um, but I just thought, like, I'm just grateful to have witnessed that. And again, just to kind of give um, hope that this will all <laughs> work out. Okay. It will. It will. And I, and I honestly feel like as parents, as moms, especially in your position and, you know, Shawan, just being single moms, mm-hmm. even though, you know, it's tough. I like commend you guys for your strength and your resilience because I understand, you know, my husband goes out to sea. It's not the same. You know, I can't compare to what you're going through, but I know I had a mom that it was just her too. So mm-hmm. like, and I understood like what she went through having multiples and I could imagine how it would be just having, you know, just me consistently. Everything is just me. You know, so I can imagine what you're going through. And I can honestly say it does get better as he gets older. And like, you know, kids go through phases just like we do. Um, So I feel like it is going to get better for you. And once you see the end result, then you're going to be very appreciative of everything that you went through, you struggled with, because all of that is going to lead him to be the best version of himself. And you are like awesome. You know what I'm saying? Unconventional. Like you don't do things uh, like the old school way. You know what I'm saying? You're flexible. Yeah. You you move with the time. You're teaching him things that are outside of what we were taught. And you're learning and growing as you do it. And I mean, you have to just like take a step back sometimes and just say you're awesome because you really are. Just to throw that out there. Thanks. Thanks. Because he doesn't make me feel awesome. He's still alive. My viewers that are you won't feel I haven't that. choked him. You won't feel that honestly until you're saying Patrick is graduating this year, and then you're True. gonna be like, "I'm freaking awesome!" Like <laughs> I got him all the way here by myself. You know, like, hey, True. you know, you gotta look at it like that, honestly. Right. Well, thanks for the inspo there. Um, but today, guys, we are jumping into a topic. Um, <laughs> ironically, yes, we get a lot of our topics from Instagram, but it's like good good information um, that we can jump in and kind of elaborate on. So recently, um, I think the clip is from like uh, what do you Tony Gaskins. Exactly. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I think he's, I don't want to say a relationship coach. He's kind of an all around like life coach, I want to say, because I think he mm-hmm. talks about spiritual relationships, just being a good person in general. Um, so he had said, you know, recently he's just been seeing like all these clips where within the black community, There's guys, you know, talking about black women and just degrading them to a point of like how they are in relationships, why nobody wants to be in a relationship with them, like going down their accolades and saying, well, oh, since you're a single mom or, oh, you don't make this much money, this is why you don't have what you want and vice versa. There's some black women up there talking about never date a black man. They, you know, this, this and this and this, or why are we supporting them when they never out here supporting us? Um, And he had a a very good point. He was like, I don't see any other races like doing that. He was like, and if you do, please send me the clips. He was like, now, I mean, in essence, I felt like he was saying behind closed doors, I don't know what happens, but they're never taking it to the mainstream like we are to degrade one another um, within their community. So I had to take a step back. And I thought that was interesting because I I don't. I mean, most of the stuff I follow is for us. So I couldn't tell you if there is somebody out there doing that. Agreed. But I, I I don't know. So like, I just thought that was a good perspective to look at and like 
why do we do that? Like, we know we got our shit with us, but like, why don't we handle that, you know, among ourselves? So I don't know what your thought process is. Yeah, I was looking at it in that way too, because I feel like it's more acceptable for us to do it mm-hmm. versus other races. Like, there's no consequence. We don't have like a team of people that kind of come around and say, hey, maybe we should take that down because it's offensive to Black women or offensive to Black men. I feel like when it comes to us, we don't do any self policing. And then when we do self policing, like, it's, I don't know. It's done from, it's not done from a kind place. I feel like, Mm -hmm. so like I've been on TikTok and I just got TikTok last week and I actually got it for business purposes and I haven't really started the business aspect of it, Mm -hmm. but I wasn't really well versed with it. And, um, my kids had it. And so when you sign up, you can follow people. It's kind of like Instagram. So you can follow people and, it does the explore page. You know how the, on Instagram it has the explore or the search page or whatever yeah. that page is that shows you like all of the stuff you can look at. So TikTok is kind of like swiping up like those dating apps. So mm-hmm. like I don't really have followers or who I'm following on TikTok. So I'm new to it. So when I was scrolling through it, like it actually brought up people who had like this TikTok. It's called a stitch. Okay. So... Mm-hmm. <laughs> People, they would say something like, why do black men not date black women? And then somebody would stitch their video on top of that, right? So I say that to say a couple of the videos I saw were in, I think I sent you one or two maybe, where they were asking black men those types of questions and they like went slam off, like slam off. Yeah, and I'm sitting here like, this is incredible that this is a thing and that this thing is working on TikTok and other platforms. And I think in my opinion, he's probably talking about like Kevin Samuels and people are really like enjoying this content, like too much to me. Like we're supposed to love each other and I understand loving each other. We do have to take some accountability internally for our actions Mm -hmm. but I also feel like the people who are casting the stones need to take accountability for their actions because I'm pretty sure it's not coming from a place of love and I'm pretty sure their views are tainted and a lot of them are hypocrites and I'm gonna put that out there exactly and I think it's just something to keep in mind that our culture is one that wants to be imitated so yep we are in the mainstream regardless, whether it's positive or negative. On the news, the crazy-ass shootings and the stories, they're going to broadcast the black-on-black crime. Mm-hmm. There's white people in trailer parks stabbing people and shooting people up, but that's not, quote-unquote, the norm. So that's not what's going to get broadcast. Just like black people or black relationships are sometimes viewed as, you know, not necessarily the best that's why you know they have more of the black love pages and the you know um black partnerships or couples that you see now to kind of negate that stereotype that you have so my whole point is why feed into the stereotype and if we're going to do it like let's have an educated conversation about it like we can't take just one socialite 
um, one entrepreneur's word is Bible and say, you know what, that's right, that's right. Well, such and such says such and such, no. Because as we talk about many things, each situation and relationship is different. Each person is different. Exactly. And like as a community, we already know the goal is to conquer and divide. So like, or divide and conquer. So why do we do that among ourselves? And again, I think also delivery is an issue too. Because if you take a step back, like some of the stuff that's being said has some accuracy to it, but it's your delivery. And don't make it seem like it's just Black women. There's a lot of white women that are ancient people that you're trying to portray Black women as and vice versa. It's a lot of white guys that are ancient dads, ancient human beings, just like you're trying to portray Black men. And I get it, kind of like, you know, worry about your own. We can't worry about everybody else. But again, our culture is one that's on the mainstream. Everyone wants to imitate us. Everyone wants to know what we're doing. Contrary to popular belief, they do. So why do we highlight it in such a negative way versus, I don't know, a different platform? Or I I don't even know what the other platform would be because this is the platform for our generation. Mm -hmm. But I'm just like... I don't know. Maybe it's the delivery because I've listened to some of the stuff. And some of the stuff, I'm like, damn, they got a point. But it's how you coming at me. Exactly. Yeah. And that's a hard thing because, like, I agree with you. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like we are Superman and Superwoman, right? Like mm-hmm. the Black race, uh, melanated people. Because I don't want you to think that I'm just talking about Black, Black people because I feel like Dominicans, Puerto Ricans, a lot of Hispanics, they're all Black to me. Mm-hmm. You know, just me personally. I don't know how everybody else views it, but just melanated people of the world. We are the source of envy and emulation, like you said. We are Superman. But Superman has weaknesses, kryptonite. Exactly. So there are things that are in place that are our weaknesses. And because we are so revered, they want to show the cracks in the pavement. They want to show the weaknesses. They want to show the instability of us as a people. And because of that, we feed into it because we know the weaknesses as well because we are the people. We are the people who are living in this. So if we say that Black women are, I don't feel like we have flaws, so I can't think of one thing right now. Mm. But um, (laughs) when they say Black women are whatever that they say, and let's say as a black man, you agree with it. You will highlight that versus you saying, okay, how can we build on that? Where did this foundation come from? Exactly. You know, and as a black woman, you know, I can go through a list, you know, of things that I feel as though black men have issues with. <laughs> but uh, just saying that as a putting it into perspective, should I go on social media and berate my black man being that he's already being beat down by society just as well as a black woman is? Do I do that? Do I feed into it? Or do I have conversations with my sons to make them better men, in my opinion, to make them better for the world? Is that what I do? Like, I don't feel as though we shouldn't have conversations about it. But Mm -hmm. I feel like the way, like you said, the delivery of the conversation could be the major hiccup or a major touch point for me that turns me off case in point my husband I forgot her name I think it's it starts with an s but her last name is Ali and she's a very prolific uh woman right Mm -hmm. and I cannot remember her name but 
he had sent me like a clip of her a couple of years ago. And this is a flaw within myself. If I see something that you said that strikes a chord with me that doesn't resonate with me, I'm not going to see or hear anything else you say. And it's hard for me to get past how I already feel about you based upon what I heard before. Yeah. So I struggle with that, you know? So she had a video and in the video, um, I think she's Muslim. So of course she dresses accordingly. So she was talking about black women and, um, in it, she was. She had said a lot of other stuff that was probably very, very important and impactful, but I couldn't get past it. And I can say that that's a personal uh, hiccup within myself. So the line that she said that caused me not to want to hear anything else she had to say was she was saying we need to be comfortable because he was on this kick about polygamy. So mm -hmm. she was saying we need to be comfortable as black women with sharing our men. After she said that, nothing else <laughs> she said I would look at. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's very tough for me at times to separate the message from the messenger. And I can honestly say she could have said some other stuff in there that was very important and very real to me, but I couldn't get past it. So he sent me another video, and this was years ago, years ago, and I cannot look at anything else that she's done. So he That's sent me a video. Hilarious. It is, and it's, it's it's bad within me. I sh I shouldn't be that way, but it's very hard sometimes because I get so angry at us, at, even as black women. Why can't a black man be faithful? Why do you feel as though just because I guess the numbers is what she was looking at? I don't know. But he sent me a new video, and in the video, he was saying she was talking about how we dress and some other stuff like how we're presenting ourselves and like how kind of like I guess when we say these hoes are winning kind of talking about that I guess to oh, a certain okay. extent can't look at it haven't looked at it had an argument with him about him sending it to me that's how bad it is because oh, I feel like it's, hypo it's it's a hypocritical it's hip hypocrisy that's the word I'm looking mm -hmm. for uh, when it comes to him especially sending me stuff but just in general when it comes to the messenger so like if it could have been any man in this galaxy that I revere sending me that I may have given her another chance but because it's him sending it to me that probably turned it off too gotcha I don't know but I feel as though when it comes to black men it's, it is definitely the delivery so the point I'm getting at is I felt like of all people, you shouldn't send me this. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, when it came down to me wanting to be to to listen and give it a chance, I wouldn't even do it because of who she is and because of who you are. Exactly. I, I couldn't get past it, you know? Which is true. That's kind of how it is about, like, Kanye. Sometimes yeah. he's speaking facts, but the fact that he's just been crazy as hell, everybody's just like, not today. Like, we don't yeah. have time for it. I understood. And I understand that. And it's and it's kind of like we do need to do self-checks. So I'm not disagreeing with that. We do need to do self-checks. Mm -hmm. But I feel like we're in such, and I, and I hate blaming slavery for everything, especially not saying the effects of it don't still exist because we definitely know they do. But I also feel like as adults, certain decisions that we make should not always come back to 300 years ago. And I'm not negating 
300 years ago as not being still things that they are doing that are current. What I'm saying is, as a person of sound mind and body, I know certain choices that I make are going to have certain actions, right? So I know I grew up without my dad. I know how that affected me. And because I know this, certain decisions I should not make. Does that mean I am going to make those decisions? There are going to be times where I am going to make certain decisions, but still I have to take responsibility for my actions up until this point. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we can't continue to use that as a crutch. We still have to grow the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? We still have to stand on our own too. Exactly. And I think you made a good point when you were speaking in the beginning. It's like, we need to have these conversations But I think the issue that we lack is a solution. Like, how can we, okay, well, she's X, Y, and Z. And, you know, many guys, yeah, I agree. I've been with a girl like that. So what is it that, how can we change it? What would have been different in that relationship or situation you were in? Like, here are X, Y, and Z and realistic solutions. (laughs) Like, we can't have these, uh, well, she should have been, you know, into polygamy and then we wouldn't have had all these issues. And I, uh, and let me back up because I can't say that that is not an accurate solution because for some people it is. And yep. like, not to bring that up, but that's like a big thing nowadays where a lot of it people is. are harping on that. And so in my world, that is not an accurate solution, but in someone else's world, it may be. Exactly. So I think that's also important too to not discredit the solution. I mean, there's some realistic and then there's some like unrealistic ones, but I think we, we, it all goes back to being open-minded. So it sounds crazy for me and you, for somebody to say, well, if she was part of polygamy, then her feelings wouldn't have been hurt. I told her X, Y, and Z. Sounds crazy to us, but that honestly in their life and their situation is a solution to them. So I think that's important too, to just be open to all solutions do you need to engage in all solutions? No, like still stick to your true self, but don't discredit what may work for somebody else. It's good to have kind of like a multiple choice list that you can choose from and pick and try what you think still aligns with your morals and values, but just be open to reviewing the whole list to begin with. And like you said, that's what we lack. We lack a solutions list. We can go all day and talk about how niggas ain't shit and women ain't shit. Black women don't do this. They always got an attitude. We can go for days about that. But like, how can we get to solutions or either underlying causes? And it also yep. goes back to like, do you want to get help for your issues? Yes. <laughs> Some people don't. And that's yes. a solution too. Yes. Like, no, I like how I am. I don't feel like that's a problem. And that is fine because maybe you will run into somebody else that does not think that's a problem. And you guys can go off into the sunset, but it's just so many. Yeah, it's just. I think the root cause is the biggest thing. So I feel like you can't find a solution to a problem if you don't know why the problem exists. You know what I'm saying? And in certain issues, we know we know why some of these problems exist. People, we do. Like the family structure for our families is not the best. I can't say it's not improving. That's why I'm saying it's not the best. So if your foundation is good, you can fix little things. But when your foundation is broken, it's going to take a little bit more work, more adjusting Mm -hmm. to come up with these solutions. Exactly. And like, if you really think about it, having that broken foundation 
it's very hard to fix a broken foundation on a pile of, on a house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Do you see, have you ever seen a home improvement show when they had to exactly. fix the foundation? You know, that's it's a costly. lot of work. <laughs> yes. And it's possible though. Exactly. It can be fixed. If, like you said, that's the big key. If you want it to be fixed. Because mm-hmm. there are people who feel as though I'm perfectly fine the way I am. You need to adjust to me. Cool. I don't need to. I don't have to be bothered if I choose not to. Like, I feel like I'm on a journey and I feel like that's where me, you and Shawan have been for a while. And that's part of the reason we started the podcast is we're on a journey of helping ourselves to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. And having conversations like this is what we had even before the podcast. And it has caused us to elevate each other and elevate ourselves. Do we still got work we need to do? Hell yeah. I mean, I think we're going to be consistently working on ourselves. I don't think it's ever going to be a process or a place where we're like, I'm perfect now. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be something that we feel as though needs to be improved. And that's our community as whole. But I feel like people feel as though another point that I wanted to make is that black people are not all one people. We're not all the same. We're not going to all think the same. We're Mm -hmm. not going to all respond the same. We're not going to all be Democrats if we are Democrats. We're not going to all be Republicans. We're going to be everything, which is the beauty of being Black. That's why we have so many different complexions. We're beautiful, period. Mm -hmm. So we cannot expect us all to fall under the same guidelines. Or like you said about polygamy, that's a a major example. Some of us are going to agree with it. Some Mm -hmm. of us are not. And that's okay. We have to be okay with not agreeing with each other. And I think that's an issue Um, in our community. We feel as though everybody should do the same thing. And that's not how it works. Definitely is not how it works. That's why we have so many different flowers. We have so many different fruits and vegetables. If everybody was supposed to eat tomatoes every day, then we wouldn't grow anything else but tomatoes. Mm -hmm. You know? So it's kind of like we got to look at it as, all of us are one people, but we're not one people that follow the same path. And if we did, we wouldn't be as innovative, creative, beautiful, intelligent, smart as we are or diverse. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I don't th- I think other races just don't always have that. Um, I don't want to say culture, but. And I don't want to say struggle, but I just feel like. With us, we've just had to be so creative in so many different ways that like you said allows us to see the beauty in things where when we look at other races it seems like it's so step one step two step three and boom it happens it doesn't seem like there's a whole deviation to their plan when in actuality it may be but again that's not usually you know broadcast or put on a mainstream I'm sure there's struggles behind there but you know, when you're already a people that you expect to struggle, then of course that's going to be highlighted in itself. But I don't know. Again, like I think you said, it's just about finding solutions, being respectful is the main thing. Agreeing to disagree is another thing. And then, like you said, really finding out what the root cause is and like how to make it better because it can get better. Um, And again, if we don't agree, that doesn't mean like 
we don't love one another. Mm-hmm. It just means that you operate in your space. I operate in mine. It's not a, it doesn't have to be hate. It could just be, exactly. okay, I respect your perspective on life, respect mine. And like we go on about our life. Exactly. But, and all like women said, aren't the same. Yeah, all men are as, the and same. neither are all guys, exactly. Yeah, so you can't say, I don't want to date black women because they all do this and this and this. And we know we are three different women on this podcast. We do three different things. Mm-hmm. We look totally different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And we have different opinions. And we respect each other regardless. Exactly. You know, so you can't say all black men are the same or all men are the same. Sometimes I do say that. I do. I can tell you that because I'm a, a female. But that isn't right. It really isn't right. You know what I'm saying? So when I'm angry or upset, yeah, I may throw that out there. But I know it's not correct. And I think when people make those statements, you're coming from experience. I'm only used to dating black men. So, yeah. and I, like with black men, maybe they're only used to dating black women and every black woman that they've been in a situation with, we get it. Like it's just that's who you're attracting, though. You know what I'm saying? That's who you're attracting. Why? And exactly. And that's oh my gosh, Ashley. I'm glad we said that because that's key to what you just said. We have to figure out why we're attracting those types of things. Like, why am I attracting this type of person? What type of person am I that this is what I'm attracting? But a lot of people don't have that accountability button, and I think that's the problem. You're not accountable. Exactly. Exactly. And it all goes to the energy. Like I've been talking a lot about this with my brother, because again, (laughs) the struggle's real in dating life. And he's like, you have to switch your, your energy, your vibration. Like, yes, it sucks the type of people you've dealt with and you kind of have that hesitation, but all going back to you too, you got to be vulnerable and put the different energy out there so that you attract different. Like, if you're going around a mind frame, like, oh, here we go again. I know he's something's going on. Or, or I'll say stuff like, allegedly, he has this. Or, allegedly, he has that. And he's like, why do you say that? Like, if you haven't found any way or any proof that it's not real, why are you putting that type of energy out there? Mm-hmm. And, again, it's all about, you know, blocking your blessings. And I think sometimes when we – and also, this a whole – another topic which we kind of touched on before sometimes it's a trauma response yes like yes stuff is going so well you're like nah it's got to be some shit going on with this like nah the other black guys I talked to they ain't never done this like this shit ain't gonna work he got a whole bunch of blah 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 blah. it's a trauma response and again it all goes back to the root cause and that's why you have to do the work on yourself to recognize those things be around a group of people that allow you to see a different perspective that check you like I appreciate you saying nah as a it's the vulnerability I appreciate my brother like yo check your energy because that's important it and is. it only allows you to grow because if you don't have those people saying that then that's when you're going to be on the hamster wheel and you're going to see your life cycle repeat over and over again with the same decisions so one you have to be open to it and you have to be willing to make the change and recognize it. And mm-hmm. honestly, with you and him and just other people, it's allowed me to snap out of it quicker than longer. Like, nah, that ain't true. Nah, that ain't true. Nah, it is true. <laughs> like, you've had a history of this. So, like, now it's in the, the sooner I feel like you check it, the better the results be. You don't have to go through the mistake again to relive it. Because you're going to yep. keep reliving that life lesson until you 
like finally get it. Preach. So, yep. And that's the thing. And like, I'm big on each one, teach one. I'm really big on that. So when it comes to my kids, I, my children, I've worked very hard not to put my life experiences on them. Mm-hmm. I work very hard to do that. And it, it is a struggle. That's so hard. like, <laughs> since we're talking about relationships, just in, in reference to that, I've never talked to my kids about what type of women or men to date. Never. Never had those conversations. Now, if they ask a question, I'll give them an answer. Now, I'll also base my answer on just wanting them not to have my experiences. So if they're asking, I'm not going to say, oh, I mean... Um, be careful of these women out here because all they want is this and this and this. And um, once you give them this, this, and this, this is what they're going to do. I don't know what the freak these women are going to do. And then with my daughter, I'm like, I I would never, ever say, well, all men want is this. So just be careful. Why am I putting my life experiences based upon the energy that I put out, based upon the attractions that I gave? Why would I give that to you? Like, I'm not going to put that in your head. And now this is going to play as a broken record whenever you meet somebody. Mm-hmm. I have to allow you to be you and attract who you're supposed to attract and have the relationships that you're supposed to have, not my relationships. Exactly. And that's important. And that's good because that's what people get stuck on, the broken record. Especially if you look up to the person that told you that. Mm-hmm. Whether it's a parent, a mentor, a, a sibling, a best friend, like you kind of take their word for face value to somebody that's had that experience. Okay, they know what they're talking about. So yep. that does play in your mind. And then it's just like, th- then you start to manifest it because yep. that is playing into your mind. So it's just like, well, things were going good, but like, here's X, Y, and Z. Like you said, like you said, this is what happened. Yep. You said it. You called it. Mm-hmm. No, I put that out there for you to experience it for some reason. Like, so I work on it and food for thought, everything you said. So do your list again, as a lake. That's exactly what we need Ooh, to have for food. I'm old. So food for thought. Damn, y'all. I'm accountability. So Let's yes. go with that. Be <laughs> so there's accountability. Yes. Make sure that you recognize your own shit before you push it on to somebody else because you got to be accountable for yourself. Um, two, be respectful. We're not all going to agree. We've got to agree to disagree, but we've got to respect us as a people. And I think that's where we kind of fall left or right. Like Pasha said, some going to be Democrats, some going to be polygamous, some going to be, um, LGBTQ. Some are going to be, um, you know, I don't know, completely different from your lifestyle. But the whole point is you're still a people. It's all mm-hmm. it all goes back to humanity. So respect. Um, three, let's find solutions. Like yes. again, we know the shit that's with us. We get it. But like how can we we and we can put it on blast, but follow that on blast up with a solution. And like, be respectful. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, women, this is how things are, but like here go a solution for y'all to choose from. And don't be like, it, this is it. It is what it is. Because that's a whole nother podcast. Um, and I think last but not least, um, like you said, the foundation. Check your foundation. It can be rocky, but it can be fixed. Really and as long as you have that mindset, that energy that you want it to work, then we can put the 
we can put that um, into perspective and actually manifest it to, you know, come together. Cause like we love one another. We know that it's just the shit that's in between us. And when you get other influences, you get other people in there, start speaking it from other races. And cause the thing is we fight so many other people that the least we could do is just kind of respect ourselves because that's what everyone, yeah. Cause that's what everyone expects from us. So kind of like again you just got to learn to kill them with kindness and do something different um, because they're already expecting you to act a damn fool to begin with but um, I am curious if you guys do see other races and even in other languages you know send it to us tag our Instagram vibrant vernacular because we got tons of black guys and black women giving advice on relationships I'd love to see some white people or Asian or Middle Eastern um videos that are talking about their lifestyle too because I mean we don't know so that's my whole perspective I don't follow white relationship pages I don't follow Asian relationship pages if they're out there I'm sure they are but if they have something similar to that then like let's take a look at that and see like how they're doing it too I just that's curious to me I'd be curious Mm -hmm. yes but yeah love each other people Come from yeah. an intent of love. If you come in because you love me and you're correcting me out of love, I can feel that. So your delivery is going to reflect that. Don't come at me from a position of hate. Because if that's the case, then I'm not going to be here for your message. I'm just not. Exactly. Well, guys, this was fun. I'm glad we ended um, the month of Juneteenth with <laughs> um, some positive vibes. But um again thanks for listening tune in um again follow us or you can hear us on anchor and spotify follow us on our instagram page vibrant vernacular tag us and stuff that you like us to discuss and again give us feedback so until next time thanks guys